Good morning, Daf Kupia Tess, almost others. We learned yesterday about the three people who become rich those who inherit the soil is because of Maita, those involved because of Torah, Machabi Torah, in other words, and those, Machabi Tamil Chachomim, and those in in uh, the rest of Chosvaret is because of Mechabe Deshashad. The Maharal, the Maharal just explains this, I think I just began, set the ball rolling yesterday, because he says, you have to understand, as we've already said, Shabbos is Mitzad Atma Eskodesh. It's not like Yom Tov. Yom Tov, you've got to be Mechadish. Shabbos is a day, Mi is a day of Shlemus, it's a day of, of Kedusha. So too, some of these Mechavit Shabbos, some of these Mechavit Torah, all these things, these are things of Kedusha, where there is, it's not Shaiyat Tesorim. It's not Shaiyat Tesorim. On the contrary, they're Kedash, they're away from Chomius, they're away from, from uh, physicality, if that's such a word, and therefore, um, they're a level of Shlemus. So he says, even if the Talmud Chofim himself is not... Um, yeah, it's not rich. It's not going to be rich. That's only because the money which he has is not Dovaraloki. Right? But when a person is Machabi Chabas, or a person is Machabi the Talmud Chacham, right? Whether it's Shabbos or the Chacham, that has within it in what you call Inyan Eloiki, something which is Sholim. So therefore, he will also be zeicher to the kovid. He's mechavit. The kovid of Aisha, as we already said, kovid tiny Aisha. Aisha I know I kovid. So therefore, the Aisha which he will get can be kovid. So when a person mechavit on chacham, it seems the vault there is he will get kovid. That is the Aisha. And when it comes to shabbos, actually a person can become rich, right? Um, when it comes to Maita, my theory says it's also the same same sort of idea. It's because the tenth one, the idea of my says the tenth one goes is separated by Kodesh Baruch as it were, right? You separate one, you get to eat it, but about it's given over. Shulchan Goreh is given to our Kodesh Baruch Hu. The Makrovit. It's called Kodesh. Huh? It's Syria Kodesh. It's correct. So, he says, therefore, the tenth one will always have problem in it. Right? Um, yeah, whereas the other nine, the other nine are shy to the Tastonian, they're shy to the Odom, they're shy to the Odom, therefore it's shy to the Sorum. They're shy to the Sorum, it's not shy to the Oh, well, at least not guaranteed, that's, that's the point. Um, yeah, so that, that's the basic idea, that these three things, whether it's the mitre, the tenth one, it's Shaiyatah Kodesh Baruch it's not the fact that it's the tenth one. So let's, let's just explain that, that, that idea a little bit more, is that because up to the number nine, it's all sim- single, single things, right, single parts. When it comes to the number ten, 10 is no longer 10 single parts. We know that number 10 is one unit. That is Shaifah Kodesh Baruch Hu. Kodesh Baruch creates well with 10 Mamor and 10 Spheres, etc. It's because that Kodesh Baruch Hu is one. And therefore that number is the perfect number to symbolize 
the midas of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Ma'amor and whatever it is, because Avada Hakadosh Baruch Hu is one. We may perceive ten different midas, but Hakadosh Baruch Hu ultimately is one. So our component that the number ten is definitely shaykh, as it were, to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, to Dova Eloki. Shabbos is shaykh to Dova Eloki. Torah is shaykh to Dova Eloki. Therefore, a person is mechavit Shabbos, a person is mechavit Torah, a person takes mice. The pshat is he is being mistabik to something which is shalim, something which is away from the tachtodim, and therefore shayef, shleimus there, be it kavod, be it osher, that's the, that's the common denominator, and therefore that's why you do not find like a bedov aim such a, such a, uh, your parents, it's got nothing to do with dover eloiki. Yeah, I've got the it's as if you've been mechavit me, but the night you've been mechavit your parents, that's not, doesn't, not quite the same as these uh, as these things. These are things which are mitzad atmiyusam ashalim. That, that's the thing to yomtiv. We don't promise this. Why not? Yomtiv is not mitzad atmiyusam. We have to be makadshi. It's not mitzad atmiyusam. Um, fine. That's what the the, the maharal says on this. Um, just one or two um, points from the ben yehoyada. He does have what to say about this number sixteen. Um, yeah, again, you want to say it's not, not just by chance, the number 16. It's got various, various, uh, sim- it's sort of, there's, there is symbolism in it, more, more uh, on the esoteric side of it. Um, in terms of this, this person who was there, he was asked, so he said, yeah, I was, a, I was a butcher, and any animal which I saw, which was nice, Ah, I said this would be for Shabbos. So then Yehuda says, and therefore what? What did he do? Well, he kept it all for himself. What does it mean to say he's doing the Shabbos? What, he kept it all the nice animals for himself? But he sold them and he got a good price for them. What does that mean? He wants to suggest, he wants to su- suggest the following idea. What, any nice animal he found? He must be a pretty fat man. 60 guests. Okay. Some people have a, a maybe, maybe, some maybe. people have a big cushion. Maybe what well, he is he was uh, he was a rabbi as well. But um that's that you only need one portion there. Shirai, you just need Shirai. Could be. It doesn't say that though. So you, he wants to suggest he wants to suggest I don't know just show you what he said. It could be could, you could say like you're saying. That he wants to suggest that this that there was there was a a chut behind this. And that is that during the week, during the week, people don't, generally don't come in to buy meat. Right? People can't afford it. Even, even the, um, yeah, the may come and buy meat, but the normal people, the bain and them, they don't buy meat during the week. If they see a good piece of meat, right, they say, well, fine, they may buy it during the week. Right? And he says, if that's the case... No, no, it, he doesn't, you know. I mean, you mean if, a, if it's a good a matzia, right? I mean, a, a good piece of meat... Because uh, ordinary people that uh, uh, don't have the means to buy it, it doesn't matter when they're... It doesn't say poor, meat, poor people, he said bain them. They don't buy meat just for the sake of buying meat. During the week, shalvas, you buy meat. During the week, well, if there's a particularly good, good piece, then they'll buy it. As a one-top. 
if it's just meat you can buy any day, no, so they won't buy it today because you can't, you can't live, live your life with that. So he wants to suggest on this. Therefore, a butcher who has a big fat animal, he would be better off shefting it during the week than a shafts. Because if you sheft it during the week, you're much more likely to sell it. <coughs> if you sheft normal animals, you know, week, you're probably going to be left with a, with a lot of it left over and it'll just go to waste. But this person, what he did was, he said, uh-uh, the Shabbos. Which meant that he lost quite a bit on, during the week, what did he have to shift? He had to shift all the shift animals. Shifting all the shift animals meant that, the Matthias was, he lost a lot on that. This, this is essentially what he wants to suggest. Therefore, I thought the Shabbos said, ah, maybe he's doing it, the Shabbos, Kodesh. That's the idea that they knew. You don't, you don't have to, that, that one I'm not, uh, not going to argue for, for the next two days about, right? That, yeah, that's, that's what he wants to suggest. You could just learn very simply that yes, for him, for him, for him, for the Shabbos means that he kept the best for himself and he made a nice big tish. Okay. The other point he, he makes is, what is Ashrech Hoshitokhita Ubar Hamokim Shizikir? You would thought it should be the other way around, no? First, let's have Kodesh Baruch It says the Benish Chai, it's not the wrong way around. It says there's a certain thing, you've got a couple of miles on that, it's more, more the first one I prefer. It states, Birkat Hashem, Hitashi. But the Yosef adds everyone. What that means to say is that sometimes people become rich, they become famous, they become, and they use it for the bad. On the contrary, it can be the cause for their downfall. They become rich, suddenly they become drug addicts. Addicted to gambling, yes. Right? Sometimes, being rich is actually a club. But not if the, bro- if the riches come, obviously everything ultimately comes from Russia, but if it's a direct bracha from our Kodesh Baruch, in response to, to something like Shabbos, whatever it is, that would always be, will help a person grow. Obviously a person got here and a person can do what he wants with it, but that is, Birkat Hashem, Hitashim, Eloi Yosef, So therefore, he said to him the following, he said, since I can see, since I can see, Ashrecha since I can see the Taka, it's a good thing that you've got these riches, yeah? Meaning to say, I can see the way you're behaving with your riches, it's tucker, you're using it for, for good things, right? You're saying, you're using it for good things, therefore I can see this, these riches are not just the result of mazel, obviously even mazel is Hashem, but it's not just the result of mazel, it must be that it came directly from HaKadosh to keep the Berkat Hashem Hitashem. That's the Seydal Dvorim. It's once I can see Asherach Hoshezochit, the way you're using those riches, that has to be a Berkat Hashem Mitashe, which Taka, he found that, yes, it was, because it was a result of being Mechavit Hashem Shabbos. Ooh, something's Mechavit Hashem Shabbos, those riches are definitely Berkat Hashem Mitashe. Then, Ah, Baruch HaMokim Shezikeich. That's essentially what he wants to... He has a, a, another sort of same sort of idea to do with the Seydal Dvorim. Fine. Let's go.
let's move on a little bit in the Gemara. Omale Kezen Rabbi Yeshua ben Chananya. About ten lines or so up on the bottom of the page. So I'm going to the Rabbi Yeshua ben Chananya. So the Kezen said to Rabbi Yeshua ben Chananya, Mipnei Matavshel Shal Shabbos Reichen Neidik. Why is it that the cholent of Shabbos, right, that food, should smell which Neidik, uh, which sort of uh, wafts? I think I'm negative more it's wasp the snow. Umber such a strong smell, yeah. What what is it? So Amalai, he said to him, Tavlin Echod Ishlon. We have a certain spice. The Shabbat Shemaim, his name is Shabbos. You do have a spice called some portion point out, Shabbat. Which is? I think it's actually dill, right? But anyway, but it, it, that's not obviously not what he means over here. His Shabbos is his name. On the martini in the seichel, we put into our food, we put into it. Berich and Edith, and tuck it, smell that wasp, it's powerful. So Amalei said, the king said to him, Ten on away, men, give us some of it. Amalei said, Sorry. Anyone who keeps Shabbos, it will help them. Anyone who doesn't guard Shabbos, it won't help them. Right? Take a look at Rashi. Rashi says, no, there's no Rashi, right? That's, that's, uh, that's it, right? Now, well, it's interesting because the Maharal suggests, no, so, well, yeah, okay, that, 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 that wasn't all the time. He does suggest initially, he says it could have been more of a sarcastic. So, he says it's not the pastures and the MP doesn't sort of seem to favour that. But he says it could be. He says Yeshua Farish, it was more of a joke, he was saying. Yeah? Why is the Tashad of Shabbat so, you know, so powerful? He says, you eat it cold. Yeah, you eat it, he says, that's what Mara wants to say. You eat it cold, it doesn't have a Recha no day. Right? It was more of a joke, yeah? So what's the cover Shabbos in this? That's what he asked him. So, huh? No, it's called sarcasm. Why is it touching the Shabbos? Oh, what a beautiful smell. Right? It's called sarcasm. He says at the end of the thought of the pastures, but he says you could learn about that, right? If you want to say the case, it was not so... Uh, so, since he asked him, Deres Pedichusa, so Rabbi Yishar ben Chalanya asked him, Deres Pedichusa. He said, Yeah, we have a tablin which is called Shabbos, and that's what we put in it. Yeah? <coughs> so the Kaiser says, I mean, I don't know if the Kaiser at this point is still Pedichusa, says, no, give me some. He says, no, 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 it's only called me Shashem Shabbos. Meaning to say, and this is the point he was driving at, you're making fun of us, our food is cold, and it's this, and it's that. How can you eat such food? Yeah? If a person is eating the food with a covered Shabbos, on the contrary, this is the most delightful food in the world. When I'm eating, let's say, cold food, Instead of hot food, because this is the Allah of Shabbos. You should know this is the 
most tasty food in the world. Not physically tasty. It's the most geschmacker food because I know that through this, I'm giving up on my hot chocolate because I'm keeping Shabbos. So I think next time the hot plate goes off and people are complaining, oh, people should eat the chocolate cold and delight in the most delightful chocolate in the world. If you like chocolate, that is, by the way, right? Yeah? Because if a person is doing it because that is covered Shabbos, that is the, 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 uh, the most delicious food. Well, it's marvelous, though. It's just that my ain't out on my Definitely, it will be marvelous. I'm not saying it's for Kashmir, it's marvelous, though. The uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure here if there has been a, a slight change in the order of things in the bracket there. And, but, because he says, he, he brings a message from the very strong Prophet David that says, when he says, it's because of the istanis. Meaning, he said, Akkadish Baruch makes the food, even an istanis should like it. He doesn't want the food to be sort of repulsive. But he says, and he says, the insurrection of Pirushim Zorim, that's what he writes. Raka calls the Mashmari. He says, the. It's might uh, you can explain it according to the according to the pastor. But what the Ben Yehoshua does as um, is obviously yes. It, this is the pastor says we're talking about something spiritual here. Yeah, he's not coming to lie and make up anything. Yeah, this covenant <coughs> refers to the kedusha of Shabbos, which comes on the food. And he says that he's got a few remarks into it in the word covenant. Yeah? Uh, before, before we come to the word tablet, he says in the word Shabbos again. Do you remember what's the, the Gemachia of the word of, of the Milui? Shin is Shin Yod Nun, right? So you've got the Yod Nun, basically Yod Tov. Tov is Yod Vol. So it comes out Tov Pei Vol, right? We had a Tav Vol already, right? So he, this time he's going to use the Kolel as well. You've got six letters there. So if you add six onto the, onto the 486, so I get you out to 492, which is Gamachi Atavnik. Yeah? He says, that's Peshat, Peshomer of Bnei Yisrael, it's Hashabos, lastly it's Hashabos. What I mean to say is, in order to make the Shabbos spice, yeah? How do you make the spice? Peshomer of Bnei Yisrael, it's Hashabos. You guard Shabbos, so that you make the slice. Yeah? Yeah. I'll say that when you have to see my show. 
Um, and he says, that which it talks about, Recha Noidev, it sounds like it's a power of smell, is he says, because Shabbos, Shabbos is Me'enon Amabot. And therefore, what's, what the person is getting is this um, smell of Me'enon Amabot. Because in Me'enon Amabot, it says, Ein Achilo, L'Shtiyo, it says, just the powerful smell that a person gets. So that's why it says, Recha Noidev. Um, he says, moreover, he says, the fact that this smell is only shayach by Shemri Shabbos. That's a raya, that Shabbos obviously is only for us, not for, for, uh, for the, for the Goyim. Yeah? He says, there's a raya to that in the word Tavshil. Tavshil, spell it backwards, is Li, well, it's not quite backwards, but Li Shabbos. Yeah? I mean, you say, from the top should you can see the Shabbat is for me. And he brings an in- interesting story, he says, in Baghdad, he says, when a, when a uh, Jew, if a Jew wanted to reject his religion, yeah? So, and, and convert to, I don't know, whatever it was, Islam, whatever it was, yeah? The rule there was, you could, they would only accept you into Islam, whichever one, were Hindu, more likely, right? Yeah, Baghdad. More like it's behind it. Baghdad is Iraq, no? Somewhere out there, I don't know. My geography is not very good. Okay, whichever it doesn't it doesn't really really make a difference. I mean, he said Dusty Shmeidim. It seems it probably was a. <coughs> anyway, the rule was that they would only accept you if, after you've made your decision, you right, if I've made this decision, a rabbi would come along, debate it with him, and if he still turned down the rabbi's you know, reasoning, then they'd say, oh, he's genuine, and they'd accept. He says, there was, there was somebody who targeted us, though. <coughs> somebody came to speak to him, right, so that's came to speak to him, and he tried reasoning with him, and it wasn't going anywhere. He said to him, he just, with one final thing, he says, you realise, by the way, if you choose to give up Judaism, there's seven, he's this guy, you see, seven or eight eggs over Shabbos, right? He loved these eggs. He says, those eggs, you'll never have those eggs again. I mean, maybe I'll see the eggs, you'll never have that taste. If that's the case, he's back to Judaism. <laughs> Quite amazing, right? He says, this is a story in Baghdad, which is where the Benish is. This is, this is a story which we're which right now. Then. Yeah? So, uh, so, you see from this, the, they say food, well, they say money talks. Apparently food, uh, food talks. So, I think we'll have to deal with that for today. He's got, he's got some more of modern Benayahu about the uh, Tavim, but that's, that's Hashem for tomorrow.